Well, greetings and bless the Lord, saints of God. Welcome to another episode of Triple C Podcast on this Sunday, July 16, 2023. Let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to download, read your word, study your word, repeat your word. And it is our desire, God, that you be glorified. We, the people of God, be edified and that the devil remains horrified at the name of Jesus because he's not afraid of any other name. Father God, may the listening ear be blessed and receive a word 100 fold in return. Bless now the reading of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, we greet you in divine love. We want to go right into the podcast of Triple C, Cathedral Christian Church Online Podcast. We're going to look at Daniel Old Testament this morning. Familiar story. Once you hear it, I pray that you receive a blessing from it, that God will open our eyes, minds, and hearts to his word. Daniel chapter 6, verses 16 through 23. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible from Daniel chapter 6, starting at verses 16. And the word of God reads, Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of the lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continue, he will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and laid up on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet. And with that signet of his lords, that the purpose not, might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instru instruments or music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths, and they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocence was found in me, and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt? In the last verse, then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. May God bless us all, the readers, hearers, and doers of his most holy word. So you've heard us say in many preachers through the years, Daniel in the, in the lion's den. But we want to just say is Daniel in the den of the lions this morning. So this morning's podcast is titled, When Trouble Come, What Will You Do? When Trouble Come, What Will You Do? Last Sunday, the good Lord allowed us to talk about not living in yesterday. Well, now you're in today. You made it through last Sunday to this Sunday. You've made it through the week of tr trial, tribulation, and or trouble. Oh, thank you, the Holy Ghost. The enemy's trying to take my mouth so I can't even speak clearly, but the devil is a liar. So we look at this morning, we ask God to give us reverence, give us governance, that we can speak a word. Obviously, we're about to say something to somebody that will bless their heart, their mind, and their soul. So again, when trouble comes, 
What will you do? If you survive from the message from last Sunday of not living in yesterday and you've been pressing forward, you are on your way to upward mobility. You're on your way to catch the prize of Jesus Christ. Amen. So as we look at it, let me just give you a little bit of a backdrop of the history. So here in the, and, and where uh, the king was, uh, King Darius, and here Daniel, there was found in Daniel a great spirit. But Daniel was a worshiper of God, Eliohim Adonai. He was a worshiper of God, God reigner, God ruler, God supreme. But as you all know, all of those rulers had their own methodology of how the law was going to be. And they served what? Idol gods. So here's the difference, and I'm going to try to summarize it in a way that it'll make a difference. So during that era, all of his presidents and all of his politicians and all of his counselors and everybody who didn't follow the practices or, or the belief of Daniel and his God, he was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was the God who created everything. He was the God that they referenced that they could not see. But you got to remember, these people are fashioned and created imagery to make idol gods that they could worship, that they could see. Now, what does that mean for us? The whole purpose, I believe that God reminded me and took me here back to the story of Daniel in the den of the lions is for us to try to understand that we live now, as I've often said through the years, in a world gone wild. This is not a political message. This is not a bureaucracy of Democrat, Republican, or independent. This is literally life or death spirituality. I want every one of you to understand when you hear this recording that even if you watch church, you have to be careful as to what clergymen you follow, even with social media. You have to be careful uh, from myself, from, as I can say, and me and Tanya was talking about the other day, from the White House to the church house to our house. You can't, as a Christian, or should not, side with any particular methodology other than that of Jesus Christ. And I'm gonna tell you why. Now, I'm not saying how you should vote. You vote your conscience, vote your heart, vote the facts. Now, let me just drop this in your spirit politically real quick for a small caveat. Every one of those entities, Republican, Democrat, and or independent, all say nice things to get to you, to get to the polls. They all say things they promise, but you got to understand our government democracy doesn't work that way. Those figureheads, presidents are figureheads. The Congress and the Senate run everything. The uh, the oligarchs of, of the world who control the money are the one who are the puppeteers that make it all happen. What happens is they're getting richer, fatter, dumber, happier in their money, even though most of them are miserable, while we down here, the working class, are arguing, losing friends, becoming politically separated because of who we follow and who we believe in, and they all go home at night and don't pay medical. They don't do all those things that we have to do. They don't pay the level of taxes that we pay. So I just want to drop that public service announcement for everyone that listens to Triple C Podcast to understand this podcast is not a political podcast. It's not telling you who to vote for. It's not telling you which way to go. It's telling you you need to seek the face of God because as the government crumbles, as politics is forever in the news every day, you better know the voice of Jesus. I'll say it this way. What will it profit a man in accordance with the book of Matthew to gain the whole world, 
but yet lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You must be careful who you compromise with when it comes to your salvation and your anointing. You need to be careful and govern and watch the gift of God in you with your spiritual life. If you do not, you are subject to the enemy. And I'm going to say it, John chapter 10, verse number 10, the thief is coming to steal your very core of your existence. He's coming to disrupt your peace. He's coming to shatter your home. He's coming to wreak and wreak havoc on your daily joy and your strive for peace in the Lord. Oh, if you don't think I'm telling you the truth, look around you. People often say one thing, but do something else. That's why the Bible says in the book of James, ye shall know a tree by the fruit that it bear. And that man that's in the mirror, he even forgets what manner of man he was when he walks away from the mirror. You've got to be careful. Integrity is not what's done in the light. Integrity is what's done in the dark. God sees you. God knows you. God knows everything about you. The very number of hairs on your head, even when they're coming from the root to the point where they begin to turn gray. God knows you. Amen. So again, what are we talking about? When trouble comes, what will you do? Daniel purposed in his spiritual walk with God. Amen. And remember, this is before Jesus Christ. So they were considered people of the way. They were followers of God by the prophet, the prophet, the priest, and the king. The king that walked with God always had in his court a prophet and a priest that believed in God, Elohim, God, Adonai, the reigner, ruler, supreme, spiritually, Prophetic speaking is what the prophet's rule was. See, I'm not talking modern day prophets who's getting all your money. I'm not talking modern day prophets and prophetesses that want you to have a following with them to travel from city to city to sow into the ministry. I'm talking about the true prophet who was sent by God to set spiritual order is what God did. And those prophecies had to come to pass. And those prophets still have to come to pass to be valid. Be careful as a second public service announcement. Be, be as a second public service announcement. Be careful what prophets and prophetesses you follow. Be careful. I'll give you that warning and move on. So God gave a few things to me to share with us this morning. And I pray that it will open your minds or rehash or bring back something to your remembrance as you deal with whatever whoever that comes your way in the midst of your day. So what? Current times. You see it. Social media, YouTube, TikTok, uh, the television, the radio, uh, whatever you're listening to uh, will show you where we are with the, with the ideologies of mankind. I've said it this way. We live in a world going what? Wild. Thieves, robbers, kidnapping, sex slaves, you name it, hijackings, home invasions, people drive by shooting, shooting publicly with assault rifles at gas stations and passers driving by have to be careful of bullets just randomly sprayed everywhere. We're living in a world gone wild when all of your politicians that uh, do not want to have any kind of order and control, but yet because that's just political. Many of us own guns and have guns, grew up with guns. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. 
I can have a gun and it can sit on that shelf until somebody picks it up and does something with it. You can have an empty gun with an empty clip that has nothing in it and it'll never kill anybody. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. You think I'm not as a gun owner myself? Yeah, I understand. But the whole intent is we grew up in the country. I'm a country boy. We grew up with guns. But today the enemy is using something that men used to hunt and have as collectors to now cause mass murders. That's not from God, capital G. That's from the God, lowercase g. Wake up, people of God. Listen to the spirit of the Holy Spirit. He'll never mislead you. But when you follow man, you are subject to anything. I'll leave that with you and I'll move on. In our current times, people. Right now, we got so many people from our house to family members to the church house to the White House to you name it to the schoolhouse where we're disrupted, we're having problems, we're having relationship issues, we're going through all kinds of things. The spirit of jealousy is running high and rampant, but it's nothing new. In the Ten Commandments, when he tell you not to covet your house, your neighbor's house, his ass, his oxen, his maids, his maid service, his manservice, that's jealousy. It's a spirit that's in operation. In our homes, the divorce rate in Christianity is through astronomical numbers. I'm not literally talking about the numbers in the world. You got to understand something. People who get married that don't claim to walk in Jesus Christ are subject to fall for anything. And literally, it blows my mind as a clergyman myself and who've been in ministry for over 30 years now to watch a couple that could be together dating for 10 to 12 to 15 years with no issues, get married by the letter of the law and be divorced within a year. How could that be? You 15 years with no issues, but you symbolize the ring of commitment. Then all of a sudden, all hell done broke loose. What an oxymoron and a reverse of thinking. That's just the way the world works. You think about work. We all have issues on our job. Think about church. You got people from the pulpit advocating their own messages for their own riches and their own wealth. They got buses in these churches and airplanes that go for their own private planes, but yet you, the church member, can't ride on the bus or fly in the plane to get to your destination, but you want to sow into the ministry so that the gospel can be preached, that a gospel which is free, by the way, that you got to pay and sow into it so the gospel can be carried. God has allowed technology and I'll leave you with this, to be available that guess what? I can be in everybody's house, in every time zone in the world, whatever time they're in, speaking the word through technology if it's used for the goodness of God. Oh, y'all not hearing what I'm saying. So you want to believe that the only way you can get the gospel out is to fund their luxurious lives to get the gospel out? When I'm sitting here telling you right now from a podcast, from uh, Atoka, Tennessee, to wherever you are listening at the same time, whether you East Coast, Central, Standard, whatever, but yet you can hear this. Wake up, people of God. God is showing us some things. You think about the family and finances. You think it. most of us make good money, but oftentimes we have more month than money. But if you're walking with God, if you look around, 
Oh, if I had a witness in the church this morning, if you look around, you're blessed beyond measure. I do believe, and I've never been into many of your homes, but I guarantee you, you probably got a bed in every bedroom. That's a nice looking bed. You got a, probably got a 55 or a 65 inch flat screen television on every wall in the house. Many of us have TVs in our garages. We've got television out on the back porch so that we can watch our media wherever we are. You tell me God ain't good. But then if you talk to us, oftentimes we look like we're broke as a joke in our mentality and we act like oftentimes we're sucking on the sour lemon because in America we're never satisfied. We're never grateful and thankful enough to just thank God for what you got. God done blessed us and many of us today live 10 times better than what our mothers and fathers live. But yet we're still ungrateful and unthankful. But yet God blessed them to feed us with a little or nothing and we barely can make it making a lot much more. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Here we are looking at life and where we are and what's happening. Here's the thing in the book of Daniel chapter six, here's the real root of it. It was the, it was in the beginning in chapter six, it was literally the law of man versus the law of God. Guess what? That hasn't changed. It's still a war between the law of man, which is in the world and the law of God, which is in the word. You've got to be careful. God didn't call me as a preacher to condemn you, to criticize you, to ostracize you, to pick point and pinpoint everything you do wrong and yet tell you that you're on your way to hell. My job is to love, not to judge, is to point you to Jesus because Tony doesn't have a salvation in him to save anybody, nor do I have a heaven nor a hell to put you in. I too have to make sure that my life and my heart and my mind is right with God. Here we are. We're fighting against the truth of God. We're fighting with our minds, trying to rationalize and reason what's real, what's reality, and what's fake. Oh, I wish I had a praying church. I wish somebody could help me in this regard. I understand something. Now, here's where we're going to move and move to 16 through 23 in paraphrase. And I hope that it registers and resonates in your spiritual mind what we're trying to do. Sometimes when you have messages, they may not be lettered A, B, C, or D, or point one, two, three, or four. Sometimes we call it to exegete. We, we, we extract out of a story. We come, Jesus, I'll give it to you this way. Jesus used what? Parables to tell you what God was trying to get you to understand that's in spiritual language. Why? Because most times your physical abilities will never understand the spiritual interpretation of what God's trying to get you to hear in your spirit, man. Hopefully that helps somebody. So here's the thing. As we move, and here it is, those counselors, those lawyers, those people with King Darius was upset that Darius saw a great spirit in Daniel and they wanted him gone. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. When you walk with God, when you strive to do what's right, when you strive to live a life that's because you care for people and you love for people and you see God and God's working in you, those who are 
fake news. Those who are perpetrators of the spirituality of God, they despise your truth that you walk in because they walk in lies. And when they walk in lies, they will do everything they can to oust you. They will do all they can to shut you off and to shut you down, just like the counselors did with Daniel. But I'm going somewhere. Follow along with me. Here's the thing. Here's the scenario. 16 to 23 is this. Now that trouble has come into your life, here's the question. What will you do? Now is the beginning of your problems in life. And let me drop this in your spirit while I'm driving by your street. Life will bring you a multitude of things that may not line up with your natural way of thinking. Life will bring you internal problems, whether they're financial, health, or relational. It depends on what God allows to happen in our lives. Relationships. We are living in a day right now that folks barely ever get married today because the marital bond doesn't appear what it used to be. That's a tactic of the enemy. If they don't get married and bear children, guess what? The generations will not survive. Understand Roe versus Wade is to try to dominate a political party and dominate a race. Y'all better wake up, people of God, and literally understand what the enemy's trying to do. It's a race war among who can birth what and who's going to be the minority, who's going to be the majority. I'll leave it like that. You think about sickness and disease. We got a multitude of medicines. You can't even name all the variations of medicine that we have available to us. And the older people of God, the older saints of God that live by natural remedy that didn't have all the doctors or the access to doctors, they were able to live way longer than what we're able to live off a lot less. Something wrong somewhere, somebody. You think about it. We've got no peace on our jobs and no peace in our homes, no peace in our marriages. Trouble has come into our lives. The question is, what will you do? You think about it. You've got money problems. You've got car problems. You've got issues. You've got psychological mental issues because the world is throwing like a fire hose so many things at you. You don't even know how to respond. Most people are in the crossroads of life asking in the middle, looking with their hands saying, which way do I go? What do I do? When I go to who I thought was my friend, I come to find out they're talking about me because this is what we believe. And I'll slow it up for a second. If a person will bring to you what somebody else said, but won't tell you what they said or who they are, they're the same people that will talk about you to somebody else and carry that bone. If they bring a bone, they'll carry a bone. I've got some wise folk in my life that you better be careful. You want to tell you, if people will tell you who they are, show you who they are, you need to believe them. The Bible says, to caveat that, you know the tree by the fruit that it bears. Not by the label that they put on it at Home Depot at Lowe's. You don't know who was terminated and who cross-pollinated and who was messing with God's creation. Don't y'all know we got scientists that love to try to elevate their thinking far above God? So they want to see what can they do to outdo God. Here it is. You got to understand. So there's a few things that God gave me, and I hope, and then we'll get ready to bring the podcast to a close. So the title is what? When trouble comes, what will you do? You've got decisions to make. Every one of us have to make decisions all the day long. 
no matter who you are from the time. That's why from the youth, from birth, that's why the Bible says we are born into sin and shaping in iniquity. You've got to train up a child how to be. You've got to set order and discipline and rule, or if not, they will run a mess and run amok. You've got to put some order. You've got to start young so that they can understand the voice of God, the discipline of God, because if not, you wait till they're elderly or middle-aged or young adult, there's a possibility they may not pay attention. You've got Got to be careful, people of God. So here's some things that the Lord shared with me when I read the story of Daniel in the den of the lions. Because Daniel decided to follow the decree of God and not the decree of King Darius and all of his politicians, that at that point, the people got to King Darius, even though earlier I told you all, Darius found a good spirit in Daniel, but he listened to the wrong voice. He had an opportunity to turn it around in the beginning, but he listened to the councils and the presidents and all the people on his court. And at that point, he got fed up and frustrated and decreed that Daniel be thrown in the den of the lions to be devoured by those vicious beasts. Ah, but here's what happened. He didn't understand that God knew Daniel from his creation. God knew what Daniel was going to have to go through. Daniel didn't realize to the point when he was there, but he realized after being in the den of the lions, as I read to you, the king, and I'm going to paraphrase it. They said he didn't even want music brought to him. You know, normally kings love music. They bring it to give them entertainment. This particular night, King Darius didn't want no music. The Bible says he fasted all night. He was without sleep. Why? And he woke up early and in haste ran down to the den of the lions below. Believing what? That Daniel had been eaten and devoured by the lions in the den. So he thought he would cry out, oh, Daniel, oh, Daniel. And Daniel did what? Then said Daniel, verse 21, unto the king, oh, king, live forever. Can you imagine in your spiritual mind that all of your haters thought they set you up to mess you up? They thought that you was about to die in the mentality of your mind. They thought that you was about to mess your life away. They thought you were about to turn from God and give up on God. They thought you were going to do like Job's wife said, you know what? You're going through so many problems. You just need to curse God and die. That, that some thought that you was going to be like Light's wife. You was going to look back and re re desire to be back in your old way. Because at least in your old way, you could kind of try to pick out what you can avoid. But see, walking with God, you got to walk by a blind faith. And when you walk with God by faith, you may not physically see everything you need to, but you have to trust in your creator. Oh, hopefully I'm helping somebody along the way. So when you understand, there's a few things I'm going to give you, and then we will close. Here's some things that you don't do that God said to me. When you realize that now life has put you in the den of the lion. When you realize your money got more month than money, you in the den of the lions. You don't run and hide. I've told you through the years, you need to know who you are and whose you are. So the first thing, you don't run and hide. Sometimes God will allow you and you've got to stand, as Paul said, after he done all to stand, you stand on this truth that we preach about. You What else you don't do? You don't get mad at God. 
How many people have turned away from the true church of God because God allowed something to happen that you didn't understand? It happened in a time, and God said, if you'd have held on just a little while longer, if you held on just one more day, the day, the difference a day makes, saith the Lord. You've got to understand, what do you do? You don't mistreat people. Because you allow, God has allowed something to happen to you, but you take it out on everybody around you. Somebody you ain't even did nothing to, amen, or they did nothing to you, but you react because you've gone through some storms in your life, and it's like misery loves company. If I'm unhappy, damn it, everybody will be unhappy. That's not what God would want you to do. God doesn't want you to take your burdens out on anybody else. God told you in the word, cast all of your care up on him for he cares for you. If you believe that God created you and God made you and God's big enough and bad enough to bear not only the devil's foolishness, but all of your life's burden, surely God can take care of whatever your situation is. Last one on the things that you don't do, and there's many, many more. But the last thing is God said don't develop a negative attitude. Now, Tanya has heard me say this, and I really mean it because it applies to me. If I have a negative attitude, I will not have high altitude. If I have a negative attitude, I'll settle with the crows. If I have a negative attitude, I may be lower than worm sweat. If I have a negative attitude, there's no telling what I will do. I won't live an elevated life. I'll live a monotone life. I'll see every problem through my natural eyes with a negative attitude. That's what God doesn't want you to do. God doesn't want you to focus on everything you hear. Peter was in the boat. And Jesus had given him a precursor to come unto me, Peter. And Peter, in the instance, realized there's the master calling me. Let me get out of this boat of mess and let me walk to the voice of Jesus. But what happened to Peter? He stopped focusing on Jesus and started listening to his haters behind him. Peter, what are you doing? You can't walk on water. What's wrong with you? Have you lost your mind? That's your haters in your life. Telling you, girl, man, dude, don't be weak. Don't be a punk. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do this. Don't you listen to that foolishness. God has your life. I'll close this way. Those are the things that you don't do. But God gave me just a few things that you can do. So as we close this podcast of When Trouble Comes, What Will You Do? In closing, you've got to realize who you are in God. I've told us through the years because God has recently reminded me, you've got to remember who you are and whose you are. You've got to realize that I am able to give you abundantly above all that you can ask or think. You've got to look around and realize if it was not for me, oh, where would you be? The, the second thing is you've got to do what Matthew 6 and 33 says. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of the things that you need to sustain and live a comfortable, peaceable life in the Lord will already be granted. God already worked it out, but you have to walk it out. 
not run it, walk it. The race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but to he who endures unto the end. You're not going on your own strength. You're relying on the strength of the Lord. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I don't get joy in haters. I don't get joy in people that don't like me when I know I've done nothing to you. I don't get joy when I'm just trying to do what's right, but get rejected for everything I'm trying to do. I've got to get before God and realize it's not me. It's the enemy working through them. The other thing is you got to learn to trust in God and God's word. But I, if you never deposit the word of God in you, how can you trust in a word that's not in you? If you don't study, if you don't seek the face, if you don't open a daily bread, if you don't go to the Bible.com app, if you don't search Google, and if you don't get off TikTok sometime and get off YouTube sometime and get in this Bible and get in this word, guess what's going to happen? When a situation befalls you, you're not going to know what to do because there's no word in you. You going through a test and you didn't even study. You can't read the cliff notes. You can't watch the video. Sometimes you've got to study and you've got to groove and you've got to deposit and get into this word and labor through life. When you do those things and when it's appropriate and when time come, God will bring back to your remembrance the word that he deposited in you and that word is to stand still, Moses, and know that I am God. Uh, the last thing as I close now, you've got to stand most times in the middle of your mess. And when you stand in the middle of your mess, you do what Paul said. After done all to stand, I stand because I'll close by saying this way. When trouble comes, you've got to realize that you've got on the armor of God. When you realize that trouble has come into your life and you look around and see your desire is this. I told you in times past, you've got to mimic the Roman soldier's design. The Roman soldier had on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, had his feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. He had his loins girt about with truth. He had the shield of faith. He had his sword of the spirit. But what I'm going to tell you now is the backside was uncovered covered. Why? Because their swords and their soldiers and their shields interlocked because the Roman soldiers never desired to turn around and retreat from their problems. All they desired to do is they became armies and they fought to the death. They moved forward, never moved backwards. I close this morning by telling you this way. The spiritual armor of God was never designed for you to turn from the devil and run from the devil. You're to stand on the truth of God's word. You're to stand believe that God is your God. You've got to stand with tears in your eyes. Sometimes when you don't understand why you're going through, it's all right when you say, God, why me? But God then says, why not you, spiritual Job? Sometimes when problems come into your life and the tears are streaming down your face, you wonder why, God, when you look around, your mom is gone. You look around and daddy is gone. You look around and big mom and papa, granddad, or pop pop is gone. When you look around and you wonder, wonder why me but then God says why not you I've taught you you've been in church all your life do you not have the word in you Thomas have I not been a long time with you did I not bring you through that surgery did I not bring you out of your death did not bring you off the 
peace when you was flat on your back, but now, child of God, you desire not to stand and trust me? I'm telling you today, when trouble comes, you ain't going to cry all night. When trouble comes, you can stand on truth and you will prevail because I close this morning by saying, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. When you walk in freedom, you can tell your haters, get thee behind me, Satan. I stand on the word of God. I stand on the truth of God. I stand with God. For God, I'll live and for God, I'll die. Just like Daniel did in the den of the lions. Then you can tell your haters, oh king, I live on forever because in Christ you shall not die. When you walk with God, when you talk with God and he calls you his own, you are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. So when trouble comes, you rely on God. Amen. So I pray that this Triple C podcast bless you, builds you up, strengthens you. And I found a song, a little cut. Amen. And it'll close us out. Let's close this episode of Triple C Podcast this Sunday, July 16th, 2023 with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity now. I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. When trouble comes, help me to stand on your truth. When trouble comes, help the podcast listeners of CCC know that you are God that will never leave them nor forsake them. And until the next time that we come together, this is Tony with Triple C signing off. And we are to understand trouble in my way. I have to cry sometime. Different versions, different ways. But may you be blessed until the next time. This is Tony signing off. Be blessed. Come on, let me see y'all put your hand together. Come on. Give me Trouble in my way. Yeah. Have to cry sometimes.